Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. Good morning. It is Tuesday, December 1st. You're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. I'm joined right now by Patrick Murphy, Ohio State beat writer for Bucknuts 24-7 of the 24-7 Sports Network. It is snowing where we both live right now in Columbus and Nashville, so it's a great way to bring in uh, a new month. Patrick, you and I were talking before we uh, pressed record. There's a lot going on with this Ohio State COVID outbreak and whether the Buckeyes are going to get to play this weekend against Michigan State and why they need to and whether they're going to play in the game in two weeks against Michigan and you know whether they're going to you know have enough of an, an impressive playoff resume to get into the top four. There's a ton to digest. Before we get to any of that, I just want you to walk us through like the last few days on the Ohio State beat as far as canceling the game against Illinois and dealing with this outbreak and, and trying to get back on the football field? It's been a crazy last, uh, going back to Wednesday, really. Um, you know, we were starting to get word Wednesday afternoon, early evening, that there may have been some some positive tests, um, which Ohio State has handled really well thus far. And word really started to get out, I think, Wednesday night. And that was when we felt comfortable going with a story um, that Dave Biddle, one of my colleagues, wrote um, about, you know, that that the game was in question. Um, And so Ohio State still went ahead and practiced with um, the players that were not positive, that, you know, they quarantined the guys, self-isolated, as they called it, the guys on on Thursday, or as soon as they tested positive, I guess. But on Thursday, uh, the team went through kind of a walkthrough, more than a real practice, no pads, no helmets, uh, with with every intent on playing Saturday against Michigan State. Friday, early after, or late afternoon, early evening, uh, it comes out that Ryan Day has tested positive, Ohio State's head coach for COVID and Ohio state confirmed that there were multiple positive tests, which was the first official word from Ohio state. And, but at that time, the game was still scheduled. Ohio state um, was going to have assistant head coach and and defensive line coach, Larry Johnson, um, who's a a veteran coach handle the head coaching duties as an interim for the game. And the plan was to fly out Saturday morning, which had was obviously later than, than initially planned. They wanted to get tests, done and results returned and everything before they left for the noon Eastern time kickoff uh, Saturday. So then at about nine, nine thirty, somewhere in there PM uh, Ohio state announces the, the game's off. And then Saturday early afternoon, or I guess late morning, technically we spoke with Ryan day, Larry Johnson, or uh, Gene Smith, athletic director and uh, the team doctor, Dr. Jim Borchers for about a half an hour on a zoom call. And they kind of laid out how the week went and, and I just mostly recapped that, but, you know, talking about the safety and that they didn't hit both numbers that the big 10 threshold uh, has set that you have to cancel. Um, so, you know, the, the time frame going forward here is, is unclear because if you hit both of those big 10 thresholds, you have to be out for away from practice for at least seven days, have the facility closed. I only hit one of those, which means they decided to cancel 
and shut things down, pause activities for uh, b- because of their own own decision, uh, I guess you could say. So, yeah, we're now we sit a little up in the air about what what's the next step. Um, they need to get no more positive tests going forward. Um, they would obviously like to see the number of positive tests come down. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of in limbo um, at the time of us recording this about whether or not uh, they're going to go forward. One thing I will say is Ryan Day brought up that you know he thinks, and obviously he won't be um, in person this week, regardless of, of what happens after testing positive, but it'll be involved with the meetings and the planning and whatnot. If they do play Saturday, he thinks the team could practice Thursday if they're able, able to practice Thursday, uh, Thursday practice, a Friday walkthrough, and then be able to play on Saturday, which was surprising to me. I, I figured you'd need more time to, to kind of get going, especially after missing a game last week. But it sounds like, you know, they, they feel like they can do that if they are, you know, healthy enough and, and whatnot. So it'll be interesting to see what happens throughout this week and, and what we hear as the week goes on. That'd be crazy, like two days of prep. So before we move on, I saw you, I think you said this on the message board. It was either that or a tweet. Uh, something to the effect of this is kind of it, it's kind of proof of how challenging this season is for everybody and there's really no blame to go around here for an outbreak like we had been conditioned in the last few weeks to think if a team has an outbreak it's one of those teams that has just stopped caring at this point it's it's a florida state yeah. or it's an lsu and ohio state has you know the playoff ahead of it and it manages to have an outbreak. So I kind of speak to that, Patrick, and, and you know what what the reception to such an outbreak has been among the fan base and the community. Yeah, I posted that mostly because of reactions I saw on Twitter, and um, I, I did post that on the message board just because I figured you know people on on our site know me to some degree, and, and I can kind of interact with them better than I can on Twitter. And I not that anyone on our site had said anything negative, but I just think it's, it's an important reminder because Ohio state has been so, you know, uh, verbal about what, what safety precautions they've gone through. And, and for people that haven't followed it just closely, you know, Ryan day talked earlier this year, some of the coaches with small kids that are going to school in person, aren't sleeping at home. You know, they, they haven't seen their families for most of the season. If they do, it's outside it, you know, in a backyard or, th- or things like that. Um, the players, are, you know, doing what they can. Obviously they're living on a college campus, a lot of them, but you know, it's, it's pretty much the facility and going back home now, you know, guys have to go to the grocery store or pick something up to eat or, you know, something, you know, I mean, they, they still interact in a very small fashion. So this virus, and I, this is what I wanted to remind people, just the way it's, the way it's so contagious, just because it's been, you know, that, that it infected somewhere like Ohio State doesn't mean these kids or, or a coach or anything did anything wrong. Um, and I think that, you know, like you said, Ohio State has everything to play for here. There's no reason for guys to just decide, oh, screw it. You know, we're, we're going out tonight, um, especially when you're so close here with two regular season games left, three if you count last weekend, to getting to where you want to go. This is obviously a team that at least talent wise should be competing for a national championship and in the college playoff um, come the end of the uh, end of the regular season. So, um, yeah, I just, I just think it's important to remember that there are, you know, there are other ways to contract this than guys just being stupid. And, you know, we, we don't know how they didn't want to talk about, you know, where this came from. I don't even know if they know where it came from really, but, uh, you know, I, I don't think it was, you know, guys doing something wrong or, or that people should be victimized because they, they got sick, you know, I mean, people get sick, it happens. And, you know, obviously this disease, this virus is, 
is spreading pretty rapidly. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I have no doubt that however it got into the football facility, um, you know, it, it wasn't because of a lack of caring, a lack of being careful or, or anything like that. I mean, you just look around the country, um, you know, there are programs that, you know, are, are getting, I mean, even Clemson now they, you know, only had one case, but you know, there was still a Kate, a positive test there and, and things like that. So it happens. It's unfortunate. Um, you know, Franklin County where, um, Columbus, Ohio is and where Ohio state is, is, is one of the worst counties in the country right now. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's just tough. And these guys are trying to, uh, to figure things out and, uh, move forward, um, after this. So the big 10, the 21 day rule might make this pretty difficult to play against Michigan state. As we sit here on a Monday afternoon, uh, Ohio state of course has paused football activities. You mentioned they would like to get back to the practice field by Thursday. I saw that no big 10 team who has had to cancel a game has been able to play the next week, which does not bode well for playing the Spartans. And then of course, as we sit here as well, the Michigan Wolverines have paused football activities on Monday so that game, in two weeks, the game could be in doubt, which is huge for Ohio State because they're 4-0 right now. To play for the Big Ten title, they need to have a six-game regular season schedule. Uh, so they need to be 6-0, not 4-0. And with two games left, it's, it's very possible they don't play either of them. Why is it important, though, whether it's just one game, you know, like whether it's it, maybe it's just the Michigan State game, Patrick. Maybe Ohio State just gets that, and they're five and zero with a chance to play the the Big Ten West number two team on December nineteenth. Why is it important to to try to play the Spartans this weekend? I think, despite what Michigan State has been this weekend and or this year, and that's not been very good. The the most recent memory everyone has of Ohio State is that game against Indiana, and while that was a top fifteen game or or wherever the committee has Indiana ranked right now, um, or, or where they put them on Tuesday. You know, this isn't an Indiana team that's viewed as a, you know, as that level of team. This wasn't a Michigan, a Penn State, something like that, where, yeah, if you if you throw for 500 yards on Ohio State, at least it's a top um, a top level team. And so, you know, I just think it, it doesn't look great. And the committee talked last week that, um, you know, that, that they'll be keeping an eye on Ohio State's pass defense. Well, if you don't play against Michigan State this week, you don't have that opportunity to show you've um, improved. And I think that's where this game becomes important. Um, even if, you know, it's, it's against, a, and even if Ohio state, for instance, has less guys because of the positive COVID test or whatever, you just want to go out and kind of put that Indiana game as far back as possible. Cause even though you won that game, it just for one reason or another, doesn't, isn't convincing. And so I think that it's important that, that, you know, this Michigan state game, you, gets played. Hopefully the Michigan game gets played. And then you have two or three games between that, where ideally Ohio state's pass defense looks better. Um, you know, you, you are able to, to get a convincing win, those type of things. So, um, I think that's important, you know, regardless of, of how many games you have to be played, I think from a, a college football playoff perspective, it's, uh, important to, to kind of make people forget a little bit that Indiana threw for 491 yards or whatever it was. The college football daily will be right back. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town. 
And they brought the flake. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You don't want to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, and as far as the playoff goes, let's take a few more leaps. Let's say Ohio State does not play Michigan State this weekend, so that's December 5th. And that the December 12th game against Michigan gets canceled on Michigan's end, but that Ohio State is ready to play. Patrick, what is your level of confidence that Ohio State and the Big Ten would arrange for a different opponent on December 12th? Well, so they currently, the way the Big Ten has it set up is that teams, every team's supposed to play that weekend. So it'll be um, the the top two teams in each, the top team in each division will play in the conference championship game. On the uh, even on the twelfth, oh, like even if the Michigan games gets no, you're fine. Even if the Michigan games gets canceled on the twelfth, can they find a replacement for that in time? Yeah, I mean, it'll depend on what happens that week. Like the Big Ten has is is allowing what the Pac-12 is allowing in the sense that mm. you could play another Big Ten team. Like for instance, if say if Michigan State had to cancel this week and Ohio State was available and and had enough players to play and all that. Um, Minnesota already canceled its game against Northwestern. So Ohio state could in theory play Northwestern this weekend, or if Ohio state canceled, Michigan state could play Northwestern. So Ah. um, yeah. So I I think that there is some added flexibility there that wasn't there at the beginning of the season. Um, And, you know, you just kind of need another big 10 opponent. They're not letting you not letting teams play outside of the big 10 because, you know, they, they don't want to go through all the, the testing protocols and everything and trying to make sure a team that hasn't been following those same protocols is, is aligned, um, which makes things difficult, obviously. Um, yeah, I'd want to see Ohio State versus Yeah, that's one, the one I was just going to say was, uh, you know, that would be a great game to be able to just add on to the schedule here at the end if you needed to, um, especially for a resume builder, really for both teams. But, uh, and, you know, I think there, there's a lot of storylines that we could go to that, but yeah. So it has to be Absolutely. a big 10 team from my understanding and, and obviously one that isn't playing that week. So it would have to, the stars would have to kind of align if that were to take place. That's just tough sledding because not only do you want the extra games because you need them because everyone else is going to play about 10, but you'd like to get a ranked opponent in there at some point. And the big 10 just doesn't have that many of those. Um, if Ohio state, and it probably looks unlikely that, uh, that they play in the big 10 title game, if Ohio State does not play on the, uh, in the Big Ten title game, they will still play that weekend, though, Patrick, as you were about to say, on the 19th. Right now, that, that could be Northwestern, which it's a ranked team. You know, they lost Northwestern, and it wouldn't be um, – sorry, they, they'd play Wisconsin, uh, which is a ranked team. They lost Northwestern, but, you know, still Wisconsin, still plenty of brand-name um, sway there. It's not as important. It's it's not as big as playing for the Big Ten title game, but I do kind of think that having the chance to play a team like Wisconsin on the nineteenth could eventually maybe be enough to get Ohio State into the playoff. Yeah, I mean, I think. And real quick, I just while we were doing recording this, uh, we got an update that Ohio State players that didn't test positive and and haven't been self isolating were able to take part in small workouts or small group workouts today. So. In terms of that Michigan State game, that's a positive step, I think, because they're at least at the facility. Good. Um, so, just kind of an update there, since I know people will will be on top, want to be on top of this news. But to answer your question, I think if Ohio State is undefeated and plays, you know, 
plays five, six games. And especially if you're able to look good going into, you know, in these last couple games um, here and say you do play a Wisconsin, you know, a team that, that yeah, it lost, um, but still a team that people respect and will be a top 25 team and, and can handle the the Badgers in a, in a fairly convincing uh, setting uh, or a very convincing way. I think, I think Ohio state has done enough to, to prove it's one of the top four teams. I mean, if you look at, you look at the the other teams, everyone's had some inconsistency, some, uh, you know, I mean, Clemson has a loss, be, granted it's to Notre Dame. Um, but I think, you know, the committee believes in Ohio state. I think that was pretty clear from the first rankings and, and talking to the, the committee chair afterwards um, that, you know, he, he said as much, they really like Ohio state and they had no problem putting them at number four. So if Ohio state keeps going out and looking like a top four team, um, I think that they still put Ohio state in, there's no minimum number of games to be played. And, you know, it'll, it'll come down to, to what the committee thinks are the, are the best four teams. Um, and, you know, Ohio state has to look the part though. I think that's the biggest thing, um, in these last few games. And you mentioned, there's not a ranked team, Michigan state, not not someone on anyone's radar. Michigan is a name, but obviously everyone knows the struggles the Wolverines are ha- are having this year. And you know, I think it would be uh, beneficial if if Michigan were able to uh, you know get another win this weekend just to look a little better. But um, that game always means something, and and I think it'll be a competitive game. And then you know you hope for a, a ranked Wisconsin, or you know if you can get to the Big Ten championship game, if they're able to do that, you know a, a Northwestern that's ranked as highly as possible. Um, but I just think it's, you know, it, it, I know Florida's there um, right outside the top five, top four. And I know Texas A&M and, you know, that Cincinnati and the, there's teams there. But, you know, I just based on what they said last week, the committee I'm talking about um, with Ohio State, you know, I mean, if 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 the Buckeyes end up playing more games now, if they don't play any more games the rest of the season four, no, I'm not sure you can put a, a, an Ohio State team in. But um, right. No way for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, six and zero, seven and zero. I think now you're you, you've seen enough that you can make a decision there, and uh, then it'll just be up to how they how they play on the field, what the eye test shows, you know, all those kind of uh, buzzwords that the committee likes to use. Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed that this game versus Michigan State can happen because, as you mentioned, if you can get to five and zero and then get that sixth game either you know on the twelfth or the nineteenth against Wisconsin. I think six and zero for a team like Ohio State is enough. Um, Five and zero or four and zero, I don't think so. But uh, we'll we'll see. Patrick, I'm sure we'll have you on again. This is uh, one of the biggest storylines to track in college football. You can follow Patrick on Twitter at underscore pat underscore murphy and follow his work along with the rest of the excellent Bucknuts crew at bucknuts twenty four seven sports dot com. For our producer Michael Mormile, I'm Trey Scott. We'll talk to you on Wednesday for the next edition of the College Football Daily. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.